Welcome to True Mental Health. I'm Crystal Crawford. And I'm Dr. Janine Kraft. We're here to have unique conversations about what really creates mental wellness. After years, decades of seeking, seeking what could create more ease in life and trying every modality possible. Crystal and I crossed paths and realized we had similar missions. A mission to have conversations about what creates ease, what creates well-being, and what renders us truly functional. If you know something else is possible, maybe completely different than you've ever been taught, join us on a journey to uncover what creates true mental health. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to True Mental Health with Dr. Janine Kraft. I always feel so important when I say your name. And uh, she's one of my favorite people, one of my becoming one of my closest friends. And I'm so excited to be here and talking with you guys about this massive topic. Of course, we bashed around a few different topics. And where did we land? Where are we, where are we going today? Where are we starting today? Oh my gosh. There's just like so much, but, um, I think we landed on an interesting point of view and, um, gosh, what are, <laughs> what are we talking about? Cause we just went so many different places. Like we talked about this, we talked about that. And just then everything becomes so complex or, you know, even the simplest tools, like interesting point of view. So what even is interesting point of view in your world, Crystal? All right. Well, interesting point of view. I have this point of view is one of the <clears throat> key tools that. of access consciousness. <laughs> so the premise of the tool itself is that when you make anything significant or real, you can't change it. So you can extrapolate that over to anything, right? Like if you assume that somebody's doing something and that means something about you, then you've made that significant and it's not an interesting point of view and then you can't change it. And then you're stuck in what you've decided something is. So the tool is to get you present basically with all of your points of view and all your thoughts and all your feelings so that you can have more malleability in your world because our point of view creates our reality and not the other way around. Okay, hold on a second. Okay, I'm like, oh I'm already like, heads exploding. Can you back up back to making things significant and real? Because already I'm there, like, you know, in psychology, everything is, is real, everything is significant. And what do you mean by it not being significant? <laughs> okay, well, first of all, don't believe anything I say ever. Like. <laughs> because that would be just me doing followers. I encourage you to look at everything that comes out of these conversations with the lens of light and heavy. So even if it's weird and it flies in the face of everything you've ever learned or been taught, look at if it makes you lighter, first of all. Okay. I'm always probably going to say that on this show because this isn't about you believing me or trading one set of beliefs for another. It's about looking at what creates change in your world, what creates the space where you get to be. So, what was your question? What yeah, is- that's helpful. Um, okay. No, what? So, what is it about like significance and real? Because we've, I mean, it's kind of like, what do you mean? Like, my life is real, and things that are happening, the way people react to me, that's all real and significant. Like, I yeah. have feelings about it. You know, that makes it real. Therefore, <laughs> yeah. it's real. I feel. Therefore, I'm real. Yeah. Mm. Um, <laughs> well, 
one of the things I've been doing recently to break this apart in my world or to look at it is I've been comparing what I've decided is real to what the earth does. Mm. So we're really separated from nature and, and really have not invented ourselves so much as natural beings. And here's what I mean by that. Like if you look in nature or you have a dog. So if you look at the way your dog handles life, does your dog make anything significant? No, no, he just lives and licks and loves and does his dog. Yes. Things, right? <laughs> uh, so like if you look at anywhere in the earth, that's what everything natural is like that. They, mm-hmm. their significance isn't even a reality. It just, it just is. Plants just are, animals just are. Everything just interacts the way that it does and that's how it goes. And then when things occur, things change and that's that's the earth. So if you look at human reality, we've created it really different. We've created it where things mean things and there's a purpose to things and there's all this invented intensity that we use to, to what? <laughs> And maybe that's the conversation is like, what is the purpose of all of that? And if we were going to look at it from just a pragmatic point of view of like, is creating it as meaningful working? Yeah. We might get a totally different awareness of, you know, what we could choose. Yeah. I'm really getting how much, like I've made a lot of things super significant and how much it trapped me. The first thing that was pinging me was just like my student loans that I have. And for years and there's still, you know, I'm like, what would it take for that number and it's like multi six figures for that number to just be totally insignificant. Yeah. Because for years I was like, well, I can't leave my nine to five job. There's no way I could make um, that amount of money to pay it off. Or, you know, I, there was no question. It was just like, I have to do this because it was very significant, very heavy, very real. Right. And so I have to stay in this job that I was no longer feeling congruent with until like the day I finally chose to leave it. It just I was like a thousand times happier. Yeah. Yet if I had chosen to release significance of that, make that less real. I mean, what are your thoughts on that? Because like money is something and that's up in my world since my lounge group is talking about money this month as well. Yeah. What was the question? <laughs> oh, just, that's that's where we're at today. Just, uh, <laughs> because it could just go so many different ways. I guess um, with something with regards to money where it is so like we make it so significant and real. Yeah. What does it take to get to be that place of interesting point of view with money or to not make it so weighted? Well, (laughs) what does it take? It really takes being willing to start, number one, noticing your points of view, that you have points of view, that they are just points of view. And like starting to surrender them to the space of, well, interesting point of view. I have this point of view. Like that's really what it takes is to to start paying attention to what you're running your life and your money from. And then looking at it as a point of view, getting that, okay, these are just points of view. These are what I'm creating my life and my finances from. And that's, this is what's showing up as a result. Because you can always tell, I mean, it's like you're living the fruit of what you've invented so far. Yeah. So you can look at what you've invented so far, maybe go backwards and go, okay, what points of view do I have that are creating this? And then notice them. And then the tool is used to go, well, interesting point of view. I have this point of view, interesting point of view. I have this point of view to be able to transform the energy of that point of view. 
So, I mean, for me personally, it was um, it was a bit of a process because I had I started really transforming my financial reality probably five years ago, and I had learned poverty. I had learned survival. I had learned um, avoiding looking at money. I had just learned all these things that created constant difficulty with money. So, and then had changed some of where I was functioning from enough that I wanted more in my life. And so from that place had created more money, but I was still fundamentally functioning from all these other energies. And so to change it, like to have a totally different future, I had to go in and really look at that. What am I functioning from that's creating this? Um, and so it was process, you know, like it, for me, I used the tools of access consciousness and I went into the how to become money workbook and I use that every single week. And that what that does is that literally transforms the space you're functioning from week after week after week until like eight weeks later, I was finally being a, a different space with money. And then I started creating something really, really different. But um, I mean, like it takes what it takes. And for some people, they can you know, imagine or, or feel or change their thoughts into a way that, you know, is different. But for most of us, we get stuck not knowing how to do it, knowing we want something different, but not actually knowing how to get there. And to me, interesting point of view, I have this point of view is one of the most pragmatic pathways to the transformative nature of energy with every single thought and every single feeling and every single point of view. And in the beginning, it's a bit of work because like if you were, I mean, I was a walking, talking thought and feeling and emotion. And so when I first started using this tool, I was like working at it all the time. Mm -hmm. So that it can be like that. But um, yeah, that is the how is whatever it's going to take for you, you know? Yeah. It's such a process and I'm still gaining it at so many levels, um, you know, because I, I learned in neurolinguistic programming how the same thing kind of like we delete, distort and generalize all incoming information that doesn't match our current points of view. Right. And so access a similar thing or point of view creates your reality. And I was thinking about that on a walk today. I was like, no, but really my points of view are creating my reality. And I'm I'm in this place where it's kind of like, OK, but what I'm seeing back to me is not matching what I want. So how can I change my point of view? That's where I'm, I'm going at it with it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, I was going to ask you something like from, from your experience, like in the mental health world, like what would mental health say about this? Like, what would you, if somebody came to you and like, I had money problems, what would the typical thing be? Well, it's kind of like, you know, kind of acknowledging a lot of external things. There's more focus on the external is kind of what I get. Um, the first thing that pops. Like circumstantial? Yeah, yeah, definitely acknowledge that. So there tends to be a bit of less empowerment in that sense. Like, well, you okay. got to acknowledge that. And right. And so, of course, like, but where we put our attention, we create more of. So that would not necessarily be so helpful. And the other thing I'm getting is like, you know, within psychology, let's say with either cognitive behavioral therapy or acceptance and commitment therapy, there's like, well, change, change your thoughts or just accept them, just to like accept them. Uh, They're your thoughts. You have to, you know, you're kind of, there's still a bit of that disempowerment there where it's like, you don't have the power to choose. It just has that flavor under no, it. It's and that's good. It's good. Psychology a bit. So let's go back to that. So that's what stuck you with psychology. Mm -hmm. 
So then for you, because you're really, I mean, transitioning out of, well, whatever, you're transitioning into a, a different way of being. Like, what, I want to ask about this. Is there still something like in your world where you don't have control over your thoughts or is that changing for you? And like, how is that changing? Yeah, there is something where I'm still like, oh, it's that like reflexive pattern to just yeah. be like, well, it's like, this is the point of view that's coming up. So it's like, I I better fix it. Or it's just, there's some shame or judgment or something about like, where I'm doing the point of view wrong because my reality is not how I'd like it exactly to be. Right. And so, and so what point of view would I have to take in order to have exactly what I want show up? Yeah. Which by the way is like total anti-consciousness because consciousness just yes. includes everything and judges nothing. And what I think is so beautiful about the tools of access is that, um, con- oh man, things are just flying out of my head. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens. Oh Yeah. Well, yeah, the more you do access, the more you have no mind, and then you can just choose. Because honestly, it's our mind that actually creates all the, picks up, and then creates all the limitations of our reality. And we were talking earlier about things being real or not real. It's like, in nature, do limitations exist? Oh, nature is abundant and constantly regenerating and... It doesn't even see global warming as a limitation. We see it as a limitation. We see, we put that, we project that point of view onto nature, but nature itself is just like, we have less carbon. I'm going to totally screw up the details here, but like, you know, we have less of this. And so we just create different, like it just creates in a totally different direction when, you know, right now the oceans are overfished by times of Godzilla. And so the ocean's just changing, but it doesn't have a, it's not, emitting a point of view about the change it's just simply changing which at some point could make life on earth like impossible for us but the earth doesn't have a point of view about that either yeah no so there is no there's nothing it doesn't make anything real it just continues to create and go and move and and be what it is you know um gosh losing track okay but really is then it's interesting point of view really our kind of target if you will to just get out of judgment or free ourselves from judgment. Yeah, but yes. And you could also ask, but why would I want to do that? Yeah. Well, and so, so why, I keep, why do you want to do that? Well, judgment hurts. <laughs> <It's painful. laughs> I don't I don't like being there. A, and of course, and I've heard like energetically, it's very destructive. It doesn't facilitate me being more creative and, um, you know, being able to be more space in general. And then I hear it's like painful for the earth as well. The more that we're in judgment, since you were talking about like global warming and all that sort of stuff, it's just kind yeah, of like, yeah, which I get, yeah. When, and when I first started with all this, I didn't care about the earth at all. I was just like, well, fuck the earth. I just want to be happy. That <laughs> <laughs> came after. It's not like uh, it's a huge contribution or anything. It's fine. <laughs> um, yeah. But I guess for me personally, with the judgment thing was like, well, judgment only destroys like, and they're, mm all I learned how to do was judge. So it was such a process for me to get even here. Cause I, that's all I did. I judged myself and then I judged the other person and then I judged what they meant by that. And then what it meant about me. And like, and, and that's the thing about judgment is like judgment begets judgment because judgment, like to have one, you need 27 others to hold it in place. And it's just a, it's a shit show. Um, so 
how do yeah. we function without judgment? Do you know what I mean? Like, cause we've been taught, like you need to know what's right and you need to know what's wrong. And we're seeing definitely on the planet at this time, the most righteousness that's ever existed. Yeah. And so, and then I just kept noticing, it just keeps us in a loop, right? That we can never get out of. We're just on a hamster wheel of judgment. So it's like, how do we live our lives then without that? Like, what does that even look like? Well, the thing is, it doesn't look like any one thing. It be like something. And that in and of itself is weird. Because mm -hmm. what do you mean be like? You can't see a bee. But you can perceive it and you can know it and you can choose it. So, like, living beyond judgment isn't a look like anything. It's a, what is it? What would it be like if you didn't judge yourself for what you've created with money? Can you even pull up that energy or that space. Yeah. Well, and, and all I get immediately is just like a, like an exhale is every yeah. time I seek to get to interesting point of view, it's just a, like a sigh or my body can chill out. And when you are chill and relaxed, that's when creativity flourishes. So you can't like, and you are by in your nature, a creative being, but we kill the creativity with judgment. So so if the judgment is what kills the creativity and the creativity is what stimulates the money and actually allows that to show up, then the thing I want to go after is the judgment. Because if I simply let go of that, then I have access to all my creative ability, which for the most part has kept me in lack because you create lack just as mm -hmm. much as you create abundance, which is a whole other conversation. But <laughs> if I can free up that creative ability, then I have me as my resource. Like, what a tremendous gift I could give myself. So that was like, okay, cool. So all I have to do is like be willing to like nap, like push aside or not make real all these different points of view, which of course is just most of the, what I tell everybody with this tool is like, first of all, use it for three full days, just use it on everything for three full days, just to see what it creates for you. But then also like get that you don't have to go looking for a point of view create your life, start moving forward, start making some changes and making some choices. The points of view that you're using to keep yourself limited will like, you'll butt into them as you, as you move forward. And then you have a tool for that. Yeah. You no longer have to be stuck by it or go into all the feelings about it or go into all the thoughts about it or trying to figure out where it came from or why, or what your mother did or where you were in a past lifetime or any of that. You can just go interesting point of view. I have this point of view. Okay, cool. So something that does come up frequently or that um, some of my followers were asked when I do like the interesting point of view tool is like, well, I need to hold people accountable. Or if somebody says something offensive, like I need to speak up or whatever, I can't just be, you know, kind of out of judgment. So what are your thoughts on that? Like holding others accountable? Well, I guess you just have to, I love Gary Douglas is very pragmatic. He's the creator of access consciousness. And so I'm pulling in his words here, but he always says, you know, don't confront. He's like, it never works. Just don't do it. Now in the beginning that really wedged me because I came from a mental health confronting family. You confront the person who's done you wrong. And that is how you handle things. And you tell them how it made you feel and you ask for your needs to be met. And, all these very healthy things that created a lot of difficulty in my relationships. And so when I got to his advice, he's like, don't confront, never do it. And I was like, Ugh. like strapped for a bit. Cause I'm like, well then exactly what you said, well then what do you do? 
So what I've recognized is that the need to confront in me usually came, and by usually I mean like 99.99999% of the time, came from like the need to be right. Yeah. And the need to tell and control the other person, the need to tell the other person that they did this to me. That's a whole show. It's a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. And so like, and if we could go back real quick to like confront, because I know the way like Gary speaks, it's just, it's not a lot of words and it's very powerful. Um, So like confronting energy or like, what is that exactly? Don't confront, like, don't be the confrontation energy. Well, like when you show up to another person and, and you're like, we need to talk. This really hurt me. How does that usually go? Like the walls come up from the other yeah. person, right? They immediately get defensive because it's That's like, all. Well, it just does, it's yeah. just non-functional because it puts the other person on the defensive immediately. You create defense in their world. And I am by no means perfect about this. I just have now really recognized when I've done it. And now I'm like, okay, wow, that just created him or him needing to defend himself. Like, okay, that's non-functional. Hmm. So that's the only thing I look at ever now is like what's functional, what's non-functional. Confronting makes the, renders the other person non-functional. So I was like, okay, then what is it that I'm attempting to accomplish with this that I didn't accomplish? And then I go back to looking at that because so that could be multiple things. Yeah, no, I'm getting because so there's a question regarding. So um, then the answer is to never talk to someone about your needs being not met. Well, that's a huge conversation. We should pin that as a podcast episode because <laughs> our needs okay. real. Yeah. We're into that conversation of what's real and what's not real. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. our needs actually real or are they an invented reality? And I know, I know, I know what that is. But then we say for. someone else needs to fill for us because we cannot fill. It is your job problems. to meet my needs. Is that actually true? And are needs actually real? Do animals do needs? Do trees do needs? Now, here's what's interesting about that is like for a tree to really thrive, they do require this combination of factors, right? They require nurturing soil and the microcilli and the sunshine and all those elements that actually create a thriving tree. Um, So that's different. What this works for me and this really doesn't work for me from the space of allowance is really different than these are my needs and you're not meeting them. Yeah. Yeah. I really like that because it's like, this is what works for me. It's just kind of is you can choose it or not the other person. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's like allowance in that. And yeah. yet uh, there's allowance for me too, because I think this is where people get a little confused on this. Like, Oh, so I just lie down and take it now. Or it just, no. it's like, I'm like, it's not that energy at all. It just, this is freeing you up for space to have all of you and for other people to choose what works for them too. Yeah. Well, what it is, is it's inclusion of yourself. It's inclusion of yourself. When you're going into, this is what I need. There's a defense there that you've stepped over my boundary and that's not okay. And now I have to defend myself and reinstitute my boundaries so that you know, that I know that we know that this is not okay. Yeah. Which is a whole different reality than, you know what? It really doesn't work for you to um, traipse your muddy boots through my house. I adore you. And that just can't happen anymore. So thank you for coming over. If you want to come over, you got to leave your boots by the door. And if you, that's too much, that's cool. You don't have to come over. We'll meet in a coffee shop. But I'm no longer going to not include me. And we're really taught to fight. We're taught to fight 
for our space, our reality, our, which we've made real. All this, real this real thing is like a real, it's a real it's thing. It's a real topic. <laughs> it is. Interesting for you. Okay. So, and then the tool is to say, like you said, say it for three days. Yeah. Interesting point of view. I have this point of view or interesting point of view. They have this point of view. And by the way, this isn't for you to say out loud to the people around you. That kind of makes you an asshole. Okay. Uh, yeah. Because people are asking about that. Like, no, so what? It's why can't for I say you in your head. Well, you can if you want to be a dick, but like interesting point of view, you have that point of view is, you know, see Not what that helpful. creates. Yeah. <laughs> this is but, for you. This is actually for you because what I started to recognize about myself, and you guys have to look at this for you, is that I was choosing a lot of the things I was choosing with other people and in my life um, out of um, defense. Like I didn't. Ooh, like the reactionary. Reflection. The reactionary world. And most of my world was that. So I didn't, I, I couldn't get access to the world on the other side of that without this tool. Cause I really would take a point of view and then I'd make a point of view about it. And then I'd invent this whole world of points of view. And then we had a whole other situation on our hands. So I couldn't even get to what's really going to work for me here. Cause I wasn't even asking that question. I was so caught up in taking in information and then concluding about it and then reacting from it. And then the cycle that that creates with people and with myself, you know? So for me, this was about getting more access to simply the space of being that I am that I couldn't even get to because I was so involved in this other way of living. Yeah. So that's to me the gift of this, especially when you really start to use it actively, is it it will create more space for you so that you can start to see what is really relevant. Is any of this even relevant to me? You, we don't even ask ourselves that question because we're so busy. <laughs> You took it right out of my head, literally. I was like, that question has been so powerful. Is this relevant? But I literally, as you were talking, I was just getting it at a totally another level of interesting point of view, where it's like so long, someone would be you know, having their point of view, and then I would chameleon myself in service of wanting to align and agree with them so badly, because I, I connect with you. I see you. I get you. Do you see me? I, yes. And it's like then shrinking myself small and not having access to... Oh, what the heck is my point of view? I don't even know because I've already aligned and agreed and not given myself the space to be what I require or what even works for me. Totally. And and what I started to discover too, and I know we can talk about this all day, but is like, I actually didn't have a point of view about most things. That was the other thing that was really interesting. I mean, I thought I had all these like sharp edges and rigid things and boundaries and stuff. And it turns out I have a few things that don't work for me. But for the most part, I don't really have a point of view. You can have your whole reality and it's okay. Like, cool. Uh, let me know if you need anything there. <laughs> but that's more my reality. And I couldn't even get access to that because I was so busy doing somebody else's reality and who cares whose it was. It just wasn't working. It wasn't creating functional spaces and places in me. And it definitely wasn't creating functional relationships. So... Interesting point of view, I have this point of view. Interesting point of view, I have this point of view. Not a simple tool, as folks can tell. I mean, it just expands and extrapolates to so many different areas. Um, and especially with holidays coming up, family gatherings, what a great tool to have. Interesting point of view, they have this point of view. Interesting point of view, I have this point of view, that they have this point of view, that I have this point of view. Like, it, it could just go on and on. You could use your whole holiday season as a reason and a justification to use this tool in your head. 
I literally named people that I was having a hard time with interesting point of view in my phone. I re- took their name out and I put interesting oh, point of view so that every time they would text me, I'm like, oh, interesting point of view is calling. Okay, good. <laughs> so, it's like all kinds of tricks that you can use. But yes, I mean, what a, what a game changer. Well, on that. And you have a class coming tomorrow I do. that you're doing oh, an interesting yes. point of view about. I do. Thank you for okay. reminding me. You're welcome. Where's what's happening? Yeah, so tomorrow at 6 p.m. Eastern, I'm doing a class on interesting point of view because as you can see, there's just so many layers to it. It's not this simple tool. Um, and the more you use it, you will just gain more awareness and more access to you and create more ease, which is like really the entire point. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's what's coming up Wednesday. Cool. And, and I have a foundation other- class coming at the end of the month. So if you want a yeah. full on total reality shift, I have another foundation coming for North American time zones. That's perfect. Um, December 31st through January 2nd. So you guys can check that out as well. Bye. Bye. I love talking to you. We already have next a million topics for next week. <laughs> and when then we'll get to next week, we'll be like, what are we talking about? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's up? What's up? All right. Well, thank you guys so much for joining live. And uh, if this helped and contributed, please share it with people so we can start to get the word out. And what else is possible? I can't do do the heart. I love it. Heart. (laughs) Bye, guys. (laughs) Bye. Thank you so much for joining us today. We have a request. If you found benefit from today's episode, we'd be so grateful if you would subscribe, leave us a review, or share it with someone you know would benefit. Until next time.